what is up everybody thank you for tuning in to episode number 103 of jesse rivera likes to talk today we've got the crew back together we've got matt we've got alicia we've got vidalia and we are talking top five seinfeld episodes yes i've been looking forward to this one for a while now and it did not disappoint. I think this is one of the longest ones to date. And we only did top five. We could have easily done top 10, top 15, top 25, top seasons, top characters. Who's your favorite Seinfeld character, by the way? I realized that uh, my favorite was uh, Kramer. And um, even like all the extra side characters like Peterman and Putty and um, Newman. Hello, Newman. Uh, we didn't talk a whole lot about Newman, and I thought we would, because he was in so many episodes, and he is just such a great villain to Jerry. But not a lot of Newman talk, but lots of George talk, lots of Kramer talk, lots of the Costanzas, the Seinfelds, you know, the parents, lots of them, even some stuff of the, what was it called, the, the Boca Vista Estates, uh, the retirement community where uh, uh, Seinfeld's parents moved to. Yeah, talked about that. It was a lot of fun. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, like always, I had a great time recording it. And thank you to my guests, Matt, um, Alicia, and Vidalia. And uh, keep tuning in because these are going to, I think they're just going to keep getting better and better and better. Uh, working on a lot more uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. So uh, stay tuned because mm -hmm. uh, next week we are going to have um, top five Disney movies. It's already recorded, so I just got to edit it. That one's going uh, up next week. And then uh, the week after that, we've got top five female R&B albums of the 90s. We've got the top five of the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ballot for a class of 2021. We've got um, top five SNL female cast members. We got a bunch of top fives coming up. And I hope you enjoy them because I'm really looking forward to recording them. So now, without further ado, please enjoy Top 5 Seinfeld episodes. Have a great day. Bye. Okay, welcome back, everybody. How the hell are you guys? It's been a while, huh? It's been a minute. Do you guys think you need to introduce yourselves again? I think you're all kind of uh, semi-celebrities semi by this point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if, if you guys just want to jump in and introduce yourself. How about you go first, Vidalia? All right. I'm V, Vidalia, Seinfeld fan. I was rooting for Seinfeld Costanza for 20, but didn't go my way. It's all right. <laughs> right in. Well, at least we, at least a lot of people were happy with the results of 20. Yeah. Well, I was too, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up, Matt? How the hell are you? Great. I'm, I'm, I'm Matthew. Um, known Jesse for more than half my life. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I just, it's, yeah. it's our whole lives at this point. Cause that's really yeah. life starts when you start playing little league baseball, man. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And Alicia. Hey, it's me. I'm back. <laughs> back. Um, oh, go ahead. Were you still talking? No, I was going to say, um, where to start. Um, I have had my last name for longer than I've had my previous last name. So does oh, that wow. count? I've known you longer than that. So yeah, yeah. more yeah. than half my life. Yeah. Yeah. So 
we've all known each other for a very long time. Forever. I think we're going to keep knowing each other, fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know, at this point, um, <laughs> for the rest of our lives. Um, we might go to fisticuffs today. We'll see. I don't know. I don't think so, <laughs> because I think uh, <clears throat> top five Seinfeld episodes, this was not going to be easy. And I know a long, a long time ago, Alicia was like, can we just do top 10? And I was like, no. <laughs> it kicked my ass. It did. Yeah. And um, I thought, top like, 20. I, mean, I mean, we could do top 50. <laughs> you know, it's this was tough. Five is hard. I think, you know, like nowadays when 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 shows try to go like what Seinfeld go 10 seasons, nine seasons, nine, nine, nine. I think nowadays when shows try to go nine seasons, I'm done with them after like the third or fourth season. And I think that what what made Seinfeld so great is that it was it was a show about nothing. So it's not like, oh, they broke up again. Oh, they're back together again. Oh, like they they weren't they weren't trying to string us along with some dopey story that was just so unbelievable. Like, oh Ross and Rachel broke up. Oh Ross and Rachel Ross and Rachel were dating to begin with. Like it was just also unbelievable right but like Seinfeld we didn't we didn't worry about that because like we knew where they were like we knew what they all meant to each other and like but what they did have was like these great callbacks right Mm -hmm. because like Mm -hmm. I was watching an episode like um and one of the side things of the of the show was like Jerry sent George to go get invitations and then Jerry says hey George and don't he's like yeah I know I know so like you know, and that's like a great callback to like the the previous season. You know, well, what was your guys' relationships with this show? I think Matt, you you said something in the chat, right? You and your brothers. Oh yeah, like it was must see. It really was must see TV. You know, and, and like my whole family would watch Seinfeld and call each other up during the commercials. You know, did you see George do that? You know, are you watching? You know, and, and um. You know, so I, I made sure to, to give uh, uh, my, my brother Mike's top five as well. I, I got it from him. All right, great. It, it we'll, didn't seem yeah, right to me to do this without it. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure and get Mike's in when we do, when we do, right before we do our number ones. Yeah, I used to, um, I, I remember at one point, um, I was still working at the warehouse and I would have to work. But I would take my lunch at nine and drive over to Teddy and Alicia's house, who lived like three blocks away from the store. And I would get there in time and then I would leave and I would get to watch like 25 minutes of the episode and be like a minute late from lunch. And uh, it was just like you said, it was must see TV Thursday. Was it the same for you guys, ladies? Yeah, absolutely. um, you mentioned that some nowadays, like people lose interest after the third season. That's when Seinfeld got good. Like that's when it was like, that's when it hit fever pitch. And and it was, I used to love, I used to love how horrible they were, but it was so funny. You know what I mean? It was so funny, but they're, they're awful people, but they're oh, yeah. so funny. You know, they were so funny. And some of the stuff was so relatable because all of us, are petty whether you want to admit it or not you're petty we're all petty so like it was so relatable even though there were these people we were you know living in a place totally different from where we live Bakersfield totally different but it was just I don't know it was just so um so great so funny I love those episodes where they where they reference something 
previously like one i know we haven't gotten to our list but one on my list i was like oh that's a reference to that one other episode oh my god i love that about this show and how all the um the episodes a lot of times things that were so random somehow came back together again this is the first show where i really was like writers are magical that's what that is the writing how do they even do that you know it was like you know kind of mind blown to me so i just uh i can't i can't overstress how much i love the show so so good alicia how much did you love the show um well my husband super loves this show so much that he dvrs it and it's so crazy because it comes on literally every day at any hour of the day on any given channel so he's just crazy like that but he always wants to make sure he's got a backup plan for if he can't find anything on the hundreds of channels that we have on DirecTV, then he can watch a Seinfeld at any given moment. Um, but I also had his birthday planned before the pandemic last year and I had ordered this glorious Seinfeld cake and we were gonna do like decorations and go all out and like theme it out. And then we decided not to have a party and his two parents came over and just hung out in the backyard with us. Um, and that was it, but I took pictures of the cake and it's lovely. But what I was gonna say with regard to what Vidalia was saying was, as we were going through Hulu and looking at the seasons and the episodes, and I was just kind of picking apart the ones that I wanted to refresh myself on, cause I've probably seen every episode like 10 times over. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. with, what happened was I was noticing like, in particular of season five or season eight was really strong. But yes. as it progressed, the writing was always like tantamount. Like it was, it was phenomenal. Whatever, whoever they had at that particular season, that the, they were like, boom, boom, boom. They were on fire, that group of writers, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so as it progressed, it got so much better. And um, like Jesse was saying, it wasn't ever about nothing. So it was always, they were gonna take that particular show wherever because they could. Mm -hmm. You know, it didn't have to, my, my thing. yeah, yeah. So it was, I mean, we've always watched it here at home. We watch it in syndication. Like I said, it's on the DVR right now, but um, it was hard. What I, what I had to like pare down my list, like the three things that I had, like it had to be all storylines were strong because there was always the main storyline, a mm -hmm. sub storyline and a sub sub storyline. So yeah. if all three of those points were met <laughs> and they were all strong, that's the only way that I could narrow it down. Uh -huh. Because sometimes you would have a really strong and then like two really weak sub subplots or you would have a strong one and then a semi-strong one and then the other one was kind of lame. So it had to meet all those criteria for me to make my top five. You know, Otherwise I couldn't. You know what I did? What I did is like, I went to Hulu and have you guys seen the way they have this categorized on Hulu? Mm -hmm. Like, oh my goodness. And so what I did is I went to Hulu and I scrolled through every season. Mm -hmm. And the one that, that I said, oh, I want to watch that one right now. Like that mm -hmm. was in my brain for one reason or another. And I'm, I, I couldn't, there, there's so many instances, there's a few instances on my list where I picked an episode because of one thing, but didn't realize that it also contained this and this. Else. Right? <laughs> that Alicia just mentioned. And I was like, oh, I oh, that's this episode too. Because I remember like in one thing, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna do it. and then that's a, a subplot of this episode. 
Um, I connected somehow. I, I, um, so I watched it when it was on TV and then before the era of Hulu and, you know, what we have now were the DVDs. So I bought all of the seasons back in the day. Wow. Right now, because I don't even have a DVD player anymore, but there's surgery. (laughs) But I watched all of the episodes, but then I watched all of the, like the interviews, you know, where they would talk about what was happening. And some of that stuff was as funny as the actual episode itself. And so it really like, immediately when we talked about doing this, first episode that popped into my head was one of those where I remember them talking about it and laughing. So they couldn't get through the interview about the episode because they were, laughing so much um about talking about how they recorded it and how it came together so it's just I don't know it it's so many levels there are so many levels to this and that's such an overused term which I feel gross saying that but there's just so many layers there is there is I I, I think like layers is in my notes and Mm -hmm. here's one thing I want to ask is like how sad were you when Seinfeld ended because when Seinfeld ended it really changed the way I watch TV uh, going forward. Like, um, well, Vidalia brought up The Office last night and she said, we should do The Office next. But because I was so heartbroken when Seinfeld ended. You and, didn't watch it. And I loved The Office so much. <laughs> I didn't let myself fall for The Office the, the, mm. way, the way I did for Seinfeld. And Mm -hmm. I kind of like, I go back to the office, like when there's absolutely nothing that I can find on TV to watch, I'll go to the office and there's still brand new episodes of the office for me that I've never seen. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of hope that like that lasts for the rest, (laughs) for the rest of my life. Like there's got to still be something to look forward to on TV because I don't know what else. Um, Was the office must see TV Thursday too? What? what, Yeah. It was. It, it was at the end. Uh, it started out on Tuesday, though. I believe. Oh. Okay. I have the same relationship and reaction to the office as you do, Jesse. I've I, I've watched the whole thing after you know in syndication or actually online on Netflix or wherever it's on. I've seen it, but I I did not fall in love with. I did not buy any DVDs of The Office. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like that. It's just a great show. But um. But yeah, there. There's just nothing to me. Seinfeld is number one. That's it's just number one to me personally. Well, when, when when Seinfeld ended, I thought I was never gonna like another comedy again, <laughs> yeah, and I, I just threw myself into sci-fi TV, you know, stuff like that. And then um, uh, I kind of watched a little bit of season one in The Office, but uh, then then season two, it's like you know what? I think I can like comedy again. I think I can love again. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, I enjoy The Office when I have dropped in and visited an episode consistently. But have I ever watched like all the episodes? No. I don't even know if I've seen one start to finish because I'll get up and then I have to do something and then I'll come back. But Mm -hmm. I, I do enjoy it. I like it can't say yeah. that I, I don't I just I think I was up to my elbows and diapers I don't know when it came out but yeah, yeah that, I had. Right. Me too. <laughs> um, that that might that might be um you know who loves the office uh like knows every episode the back of her hand uh 
mine and Alicia's uh, friend's daughter. So Ava, uh, Rita's <laughs> daughter Ava, <laughs> and will send me random office memes and will like is always down for an episode of The Office. She loves The Office. I can see that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. She's a writer. Um, can anyone? Okay, so like right right before we jump in, can anyone remember what was the must see TV lineup when Seinfeld? was like full for i know i know it wasn't always identical mm-hmm. but it was like friends seinfeld no well, no there was an 831 seinfeld was at nine so there was yeah, i think the 830 nine. spot used to change a lot yeah yeah i, I don't know wow we're all maybe wings oh wings I never Wings watched was my was Frasier around was Tuesday, wasn't it oh okay i don't yeah I wings was I think Frasier was Tuesday. Dude, yeah, Wings Frasier was a great show too. Wings was freaking awesome. I, me and Jose used to watch that all the time after we put the kids to bed. We would just sit there and cackle. It's my favorite. I love that. Yeah. That's Wings, a good one. Wings is a great show. All right. Are you, are you guys ready to jump in? Top five Seinfeld episodes. And this was not easy. And like I said, I think I ended up in the end just... Um, I do have a favorite. I, I was I wasn't even um, worried about the the one two three order, uh, yeah, but I did know, I didn't know what I wanted to be number one because I just think it it's it's significant in a in a way of like uh, writing and character development that um, I think was really important uh, during the Seinfeld era. So uh, we'll get to that when we get to it. But yeah, um, let, let's just jump in. Uh, how, Matt, you want to start us off? Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I'm not ready. Hold on. Wait, I thought I was ready, but I'm not. Hold on. All right. He never starts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm ready. I, I'm ready for it though. I think I had a mental note of that. I can't. Or so, I always try to I always try to like mentally, I always try to go like ladies first, you know? But where's the lady? No, I'm just kidding. All right. Ah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, um Matt, yeah. what do you got at your number five? When I when I first started watching, um, or the, my first time through Seinfeld, I, I knew they were all bad people, but I didn't realize, you know, how bad some of them were, you know, and and uh, George was such a liar, you know, and, and it really uh, hit me finally in this round of viewing it, and and he says it all the time that he lies, but it never really hit me until uh, this last month or so of watching episodes. But my favorite lie was uh, of George's is uh, the marine biologist. He's a marine biologist and, and uh, just out of nowhere walking along the beach. They're like, we need a marine biologist, you know? And, <laughs> and it comes to kick him in the ass. The sea was yeah. angry that day, my friend. He was angry, my friend. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, Kramer had to be hitting golf balls, which was the throwaway. You know, you, you don't think anything of it. That he's hitting golf balls in the ocean. But then, uh, you know, that last scene where, he, where George pulls out that golf ball. <laughs> that, was, so that was what I was talking about, the writing, like how random and how it comes back together. Like, oh, my goodness. How that is he tells Jerry, like, why couldn't you say I was an architect? You know I always wanted to be an architect. No, he's, what you know what I do I do with marine biologists? Yeah, he's like, and then he's walking along the beach with her and he goes, oh, you know, an octopus, it doesn't have a nose, but it has a little bone there. You know, we're used to have a nose. <laughs> like, you know, it's all these random, <laughs> like he was studying or something. 
<laughs> what a uh, jackass, man. <laughs> marine biologist. Uh, marine biologist uh, uh, is one of my also rands. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Gosh, we already started off. Marine, marine biologist. All right, um, Alicia. How about how about you next, lady? Okay. Um, when uh, my daughter asked my husband, because we didn't give him like, oh, give us your top five, because we would have sat there forever. Um, so he just blurted out two episodes that came to mind. I put them both on my list, but this was the, the first one that came out of his mouth. And on a rewatch, I would have to agree, because like I said, all the three <coughs> plots and subplots were really good, but it was the Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy if you so good. Yes. if you remember was the guy that would refer to himself at the gym in the third person <laughs> and he and he got those crazy shoes that he would practice training in and then he gave a pair to Kramer who was walking around Manhattan with those stupid shoes on and drooling because his mouth was numb from having been to Tim Watley's dental office and gets into the car with the guy from the handicap association that Elaine's going to this fundraiser and he thinks he's mentally retarded because he's drooling and he's wearing these stupid shoes so he gets invited to that charity event that Elaine's going to that she doesn't have a date with for and she wants the Jimmy to take her well then I think Kramer had been in the locker room and he was drooling everywhere, getting all over the floor and Jimmy slips and hurts his, like he breaks his leg or something, falling over Kramer's drool. So now there's a vendetta <laughs> and everybody's in like this hubbub. But the main point uh, that, I, that I had forgotten was um, the part where George is sweating from the Kung Pao. That was in this episode and I had completely forgotten it was this episode. <gasps> So they asked him where the missing equipment, yeah, where the missing equipment is. And he says he doesn't know because he was sweating from having worked out with the Jimmy. Mm -hmm. And then when he's approached a second time, he's sweating because he just had Kung Pao chicken. And he's mm -hmm. like, George, you're sweating. I think you're guilty. <laughs> so we, you know, oftentimes Jose will say he's sweating from the Kung Pao if he's like had a hot chili or something. We refer to that all the time. <laughs> and then there was also a subplot about their dental friend Tim Watley, Watley how they would go in the, the office and had penthouse magazines all over the waiting room mm -hmm. and then they put him under the nitrous oxide and he wakes up and he's groggy and he sees everybody putting their clothes back on yes yeah he didn't know if something was happening in the in the um, and all of that was in this episode and it was yeah. so great because at the end very little is said and Kramer is just, his face, his face is doing his acting. Mel Torme is singing to him and I was cracking up. I couldn't stop laughing at yeah. Kramer's damn faces because he would point at him and he's singing smile, smile, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> and he's just like, like looking at him all crazy. But anyway, so, um, oh, so I found mine too long, but that was my number five. <laughs> no, that's good, that's good. <laughs> the, the Jimmy. Um, Vidalia, what is your number five? Um, like you, I didn't really, I didn't really put them in order like that, but the one I'm going to begin with is, um, the pick. The pick. Mm. Wait, okay. which one's that? The Christmas cards. Oh. <laughs> is it the, oh, the picture. 
no, 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 <laughs> the pick. So um, Jerry is dating a model and she sees him. She's in like her limo or whatever, her car. And he's in his <laughs> and he's scratching his nose. But she thinks it's a, that he's picking his nose. Uh-huh. So she's like grossed out by him. And she like is giving him like not not taking his calls or whatever. But she's a model. So she's, you know, she might be out working. But at the same time, subplot, at the same time, she is modeling for Calvin Klein for their perfume, The Ocean, which is an idea that Kramer had had. And when he met with Calvin Klein, they laughed him out of the They were like, ha, no way. That's not going to work in a previous episode. So then they took his idea, they stole it, they turned it into the ocean and a perfume, and she was modeling for that. So Jerry storms off to find her at the modeling agency. Kramer goes along with him. He has, Jerry has this exchange with her at the, at the um, elevator. And that's where he has that, you know, you know, when Jerry would talk and he would, um, his voice would get like squeaky. It's so oh, good. Yeah. And he's like, I am not an animal. Like that's the, the theme because she thinks that he picked his nose, you know? And meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Kramer is talking to Calvin Klein about the idea that, uh, the fact that they stole his idea. And that's when he becomes a model. They look at him and he comes out and he's like, wait a minute, comes out with his, in his underwear. And they're like, his buttocks are exquisite or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's lean and he's, you know, he's like modeling for them or whatever. So it was just, it was such a good episode. And it was one of those episodes where I remember laughing out loud watching this. So I just, it was just so good. I just loved it. Wasn't that also the Christmas card episode? The Christmas card episode? Didn't that also happen during the pick? I don't remember that stuff. I just watched this the other day, but no, I remember the, maybe so, but I remember the, um, the the pick with the model and where Kramer took Elaine's yeah photo yeah. and her nipple shows I think that's right yeah. <laughs> I, the whole bunch of I think that's right yes where her nipple is showing in the Christmas card I think you're right about that yes hey, nip. so yes 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 so good so so good oh man okay so that's what I'm starting with the pick um <laughs> uh, let's see okay so my number five like i i don't know it's one of my favorite episodes and like yeah there's so many subplots um the the subplots of this one are the close talker the seinfelds <gasps> don't like the costanzas oh, yeah. um, and, but it's the the raincoats episode mm-hmm. uh, where they they want to they want to sell back uh he, he's gonna make all this money but he, he's going to go to Paris, right? And then he's, he wants the, the raincoat shipped to him. So he calls back home to Florida. And the guy's like, what raincoats? Those are garbage. You got to get anything for those. And he cuts his head. Like and then uh, George gets volunteered for the Big Brothers thing. And then he ends up uh, wanting to take the little kid to Paris. There's so many subplots to it. But I, I don't even know where to start with this episode. <laughs> so much goes on but there's i i think it's but what 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 made it what made it important to me that it brings up like 
the the parents are are, are so important in some of the episodes mm-hmm. and, uh, to find out that uh uh the seinfelds don't like the costanzas they're like oh no yeah, yeah right and then she's like but i made all this paella yes <laughs> oh. <laughs> these are their bums <laughs> so uh, the raincoats is my is my number five. Uh, hey, wasn't the um, close talker Judge Reinhold? The, the yeah. Close, yeah, the close talker was yeah. Judge Reinhold, right. and he he, he, he takes the, the parents the out. Yeah, he takes the parents out to the. Zoo. Oh, yeah. like, I could have done more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the raincoats is my number five. So good, um, Matt. What is your number four? My my number four is uh, the voice. Uh, the one where Jerry's got his belly button voice for his uh, girl. I still have some friends who, and we say hello like that. You know, so, so that had staying power for me. And that's also the episode where, where uh, Kramer had an intern for Kramerica Industries. Oh my goodness. They so had that guy following him around, you know, uh-huh. you know, um, He's um, just taking Mr. notes. Kramer, yeah, but, yeah. I, I, uh, you have a call from Mr. Mr. Seinfeld. Yeah, call from Mr. Kramer. Yeah, um, and, the, and then uh, George had gotten caught at play now the episode before. Uh, uh, he got caught faking handicap, being handicapped. So oh yes. Where they hate him. Yeah. Is that the one where they were chasing him, where the old people were chasing him in their little scooters and stuff? Yeah, that's that's the episode yeah. before that. The, the episode before that. My list. But, but um, that yeah, episode George, leads into this one. Yeah, and he he um he sneaks into his office, and eventually they um or he, and sneaks um yeah he's like tell him I'll be in my office, you know, because they boarded up his office so he couldn't get in. Oh my uh, god. And that's uh, also where Kramer had the idea for that oil bladder, and so um, he, where they, him and his that intern drop uh, put oil inside the ball. Uh-huh. Oh yes, yes, right yes, yes, I remember that. Yes, yes, yes. Jerry's trying to warn his girlfriend. You know, hello, hello. And, um, yeah, and, uh, and she she uh, thinks he's just doing doing the voice again, but he's not. He's trying to warn her. <laughs> It's it all another one that comes full circle like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. I, I just realized right now, my whole list is really my favorite George episodes. I, oh, I, interesting. Yeah, Very interesting. Yeah, that's all my favorite stuff that happened. That George was at the center of a bunch of it. So <laughs> he's so gross. Like he's truly repugnant. Yeah. He really is. <laughs> He really, he just has very, like, well, no redeeming qualities about him. <laughs> he just doesn't. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I tried I tried going in, like, one episode featuring, you know, each one of the four. And I had to throw that. I had to throw that theory out myself. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Alicia, what's your number four? Oh, um. This one I just saw like two weeks ago and my daughter was walking through and sat down and watched it with me because whatever she saw was really, really funny. And so I started to explain to her, well, Elaine's really into this doctor and the doctor told her that he thought that she was breathtaking. 
Which daughter, older or younger? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> my younger. Okay, my, okay, okay. That, that just, my that's younger just daughter. Okay. Yeah, Geneva. Yeah. So um, she sat there and watched it with me and I was explaining to her because she had missed out on the, on the front part. And I said, so then what just happened was that uh, everybody saw Jerry's or George's girlfriend sunbathing topless. But anyway, it's the Hamptons, so. <laughs> Oh, the, we're going to the Hamptons. <laughs> is that what he also calls the ugly baby breathtaking as well? Yes. yes. Yeah, and then, and then like, the baby. Like, <laughs> come and see the baby. Come see the baby. <laughs> Anytime. Oh, like, that's in that episode? Yes. So and that's the shrinkage episode. The yeah. shrinkage? It yeah. And then uh, Kramer was like stealing lobsters off of the yes. lobster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, and then he gives them to, he feeds them to Jerry's girlfriend. They all have it for dinner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not and then, supposed to have it. And then one of the guests got really upset when he found out because his dad used to be a lobster trapper and he just went mm. off on him about stealing the yeah. trapper's lobsters. <laughs> But all of that was in that episode. And it's wow. so funny because even, even to this day, if, if Jose and I see a baby that we, we think is less than attractive, he'll call it, oh my God, it's the Drake's baby. It's so mean, but he does do that. He's like, it's a Drake's baby. Seinfeld <laughs> finds like, a way to let us be mean. It does. <laughs> yes. Um, that, was, that was number four like, for and, me. And, yeah, and because Kramer's reaction to the baby, he's just like, it's just like classic Kramer. Like, <laughs> He can't, he can't hide it. Um, all right. Sure. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so it's breathtaking. Does that work? Uh, okay. It's called the Hamptons. The Hamptons. Yeah. Yeah. The episode is the Hamptons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hamptons. Matt, what is your number? F no, Vidalia, where are we? Vidalia. What is <laughs> um, oh, man. The, the puffy shirt. Ah, I thought yes. about that one. <laughs> I almost put that one, yeah. So, Kramer is dating. A low talker. talker. A low talker. You can barely hear. And even with the closed caption on, it just says mumbles. So you <laughs> never figure out what she's They're out to dinner. Kramer goes to the bathroom and she's talking to, to um, Jerry and Elaine. And Jerry and Elaine are like, Yeah, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> so, unbeknownst to him, he agrees to wear her new design, which is a puffy, puffy shirt that looks like a pirate because she's starting this whole pirate wear uh, line. And so, <laughs> he's supposed to go on the Today Show to talk about um, be, uh, helping the homeless <laughs> for Elaine. <laughs> so he's, he has to wear this puffy shirt because all these um, orders came in for the puffy shirt based on him wearing it. This is also the episode where George is the hand model. <laughs> <laughs> he had to move in with his parents again and they're like stressing him out about getting a job about going and applying for the post office and as it turns out he meets somebody who of course of course is uh is is uh looking at his hands there and turns out that he's has beautiful milky white 
fans that have never seen a day of work. Yeah. Yeah. And so he becomes a hand model. So I love that episode. Another one where, of course, you know, I feel like every episode, though, I just kind of laughed out loud. But and, um, Alicia, like you, my kids watch it with me, too, when they see that it's on. They will sit down, even my youngest, who's nine, and they just crack up watching uh, watching this uh, this show with me. So I love it. That they're I love idiots. It. That all those characters. I mean, what's not to laugh at? So I think right. it appeals to all ages, really. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> okay, uh, my number four, and so this is another one of the like the subplots is like when I googled it, I googled it searching Seinfeld the softball game, but it's the understudy. Yes, I just uh, saw that. The one with yeah. Bette Midler, Rochelle, Rochelle. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry's dating Bette Midler's understudy. Um, but it's also the one where Elaine is going to the Korean nail salon and they're yeah. talking about her. So Kramer <laughs> says, well, why don't you take in a translator? And it's Mr. It's uh, Mr. Costanza. Costanza. He had an affair and he stops short with her. <laughs> He sees the nail tech who was the lady who he had an affair with long ago, right? And they're you, right? Yes. He, steals, he steals my move and stops short with her. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, but another great thing about this episode is that it's in this episode where Elaine meets Mr. Peterman when she's walking home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so this is where we get to meet Mr. Peterman. Mr. Peterman. But it's the softball game where George takes out Bette Midler uh, uh, sliding <laughs> into home plate. Uh, Kramer is babying Bette Midler. Um, <laughs> oh, there's God. so much stuff is going on in this episode. Like, I couldn't believe that all of that, all of these were like, like just at the nail, like the nail salon could be its own standalone episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, George. <laughs> When Bette Midler comes up to bat, uh, uh, George comes up to talk to Jerry. He's like, look at the way she's crowding the plate. <laughs> back a little bit. Show her who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jerry's like, get out of here. And George slaps him on the ass. <laughs> and walks back behind the plate. And like George, like any great catcher, is talking shit during the at-bat. He's all, come beneath my wings. Give me a break. <laughs> And she says, "Why don't you get some talent? Then you talent. can." Off. <laughs> but I love Bette Midler. Uh, shocking. Um, and <laughs> I just uh, season six, episode twenty-four, uh, original air date May twenty-fourth, nineteen ninety-five. I thought I'd throw in some of those to make. Five. Oh my gosh! And wasn't that the one where his girlfriend cried over everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they get they tell her her grandma died. And she's like, grandma, yeah, died. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god, the understudy is my number four. <laughs> Under... Oh man. Are we oh are we gonna come up with one co- comprehensive list? I don't I don't know. I don't think we're gonna have any crossovers. Well we, we might. I don't no, know. We might um, definitely have at least one. Okay, let's yeah. see. Yeah. Um Matt, what is your number three? Um let me just say. There's a lot of season nine in my list. That was a quality season. Wow. They, you can't say that for a lot of shows. They went out on top for sure. Season mm-hmm. nine, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one uh, is the episode after the one I just said. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't even realize they're even in the same season when I went looking for them. 
but uh, Serenity Now. Serenity yes. Now? Yeah, with, they're selling okay. computers out of the garage. Uh, and the, he's got that other guy there. I forget who he is, but uh, the parents like him more. And, and so George decides he's going to sell computers too because uh, the other guy has his dad's approval. And they're having that competition, but um, that other guy wasn't really uh, wasn't really selling anything. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Now insanity later. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the same episode that Kramer takes a screen door and puts it on his apartment. And so puts it's any town USA. Yeah, any town USA. You know, it was fireworks show. He's got he's got his sparklers out and the neighborhood hard <laughs> time. Um, so yeah, that 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 was a great one for me, and and, and another uh, another thing centered around the Costanzas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, I th I think there should be like uh, some kind of a, a psychoanalysis test where like like kind of like a Warshak test or what do they call that? Yeah. Where like you uh, reveal who you're, we're like revealing who your favorite Seinfeld character really is, like a personality trait. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It tells all about you. Yeah, about your, yeah. Worst, about your worst qualities. Yeah, <laughs> everything with George has got me. That, George or his dad. That's gonna be our life work. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Alicia, what do you have at your number three? Okay, this was also one that flew out of uh, my husband's mouth quite readily. But is it any surprise that um, it has to do with baseball? Um, it is the boyfriend. Yeah. The episode with Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez. Oh, shit. <laughs> so this is the one where um, the magic loogie, um, the spittle that came out from, I don't know who the other player was, and it flew back and it hit so-and-so in this direction and that direction. They had the diagrams. That is what stands out the most for me, but it also had um, a subplot where Keith Hernandez started dating Elaine Mm -hmm. And Jerry started getting jealous and uh, because he was thinking they had a bromance thing going on. So um, <clears throat> I haven't had a chance to watch it recently, but I've seen it. Like I said, I've seen it so many times, but I can't I can't really be sure what the third subplot was. But um, it was all really, really one of the smartest episodes they probably wrote in that season for sure. But maybe of the whole show. The other player is Roger McDowell. OK, OK. I knew you'd know. <laughs> What is what is what is Newman yell to uh to Keith Hernandez? Uh, nice play, pretty boy. Is that what he says? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty boy. <laughs> pretty boy. That, um, when they reenact it in Jerry's apartment. Yeah. And Jerry turns and rotates in midair. <laughs> Of course, oh that's so good. Which is like, so it, it probably came out right about the time that Oliver Stone's JFK came out. Yeah, right, because yeah. that's what they're that's yeah. what they're um, parroting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, can you guys hear that leaf blower or weed eater? Oh. Okay, good. All right. Anyway, my neighbor decide. My neighbor mows like everyone's lawn on the block. So. Oh wow. He's wow. pretty busy on Saturdays. Wow. Um, all right. We are at Vidalia's number three. We're moving right along, kids. We really are. Um, I have a list and then I have a list. And I'm just like, 
I'm tortured. This is I'm yeah. tortured here. Um, but the next one is is a it's like a classic. Um, and it's I just watched it last night. The Soup Nazi. Oh, it's yes. a classic. So, Malagatani. <laughs> I never had heard that before. I was like, what is that? Malaga, what? Malaga. You know, my, my husband and I used to tease each other in front of like the rest of my family or anybody and call each other schmoopy. No, you're schmoopy. <laughs> you're schmoopy. You're schmoopy. Oh, that is so annoying. Um, so you have um, and then the soup Nazi with his very regimented, you better go in, you better know what you want. You better move to, you know what I mean? Keep the line moving. And uh, don't don't ask for any bread like George did because no soup for you, sir. Um, <laughs> but then there's also the armoire. That's the robbers. I was ask if the that's robbers. On the way for them to get soup with Elaine, she sees this armoire on the street. Was I talking to you? Was yeah. I talking to you? <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of embarrassing. I think he's Puerto Rican and Cuban. That's kind of embarrassing. Um, but I thought he was Puerto Rican. Yeah, he might be Puerto Rican. Uh, so um, yeah, so she gets she gets um, Kramer to, to babysit it because she can't move it because it's Sunday, and then it gets stolen, and then the way as the Jerry Seinfeld's world turns, um, she does end up with an armoire that belonged to the soup Nazi. So she's got all the episodes. All, all the episodes. She's got all the recipes. That's right. Yes. So good. And that's, um, you know, at the the very last episode where they bring back, you know, the very last episode where they bring back all of these, all of the the um, people that had been there and had kind of the been witnesses. Yeah, the witnesses. Witnesses yeah. against them. I remember him, you know, uh, up there on the in the court. <laughs> talking about them how horrible they were <laughs> so good so so good that was a really strong episode it was really strong it really was yeah so um I was um a lot of my episodes were more like in the season four five kind oh, of early yeah yeah kind of the season four or five um I think it's because you're a teacher uh, you teach young kids and you're more interested in that early development Matt's maybe so. <laughs> we want to see how they're already <laughs> uh, maybe so um okay my number three um some of the subplots on this one oh molly shannon is the stiff walker um <laughs> uh, 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 kramer has to fire raquel welch uh, <laughs> Oh man! Oh, cat fight! <laughs> oh, um, is it also? No, it's not that. But it's the it's the Tony. Well, I looked it up as the Tony, but it's the Summer of George episode. The Summer of George. George. But it's the Summer of George episode. I looked it up as the Tony because Kramer is a seat filler, which is a real thing at yeah. the award shows. Um, I have like improv friends that move to LA and like take any job they can get and will get these kind of jobs like at the Grammys or wherever um, and they, they fill seats and Kramer gets whisked up in the in the crowd that, that won the Grammy for the, the, the Tony. Tony, Tony uh, what was this? I wish I would have wrote down what they won the Tony for. Um, 
Here's a little side note. When George first starts the summer of George and he's just sitting at home watching TV, he's watching episodes of The White Shadow, which <laughs> is a great freaking TV show from what is it like the late 70s? 70s. Yeah, I remember that used to be on after school when I lived in yeah, LA. Yeah, it's such a great show, man. Uh, it's like an LA inner city high school um, and uh, Ken Thorpe. <laughs> I think that's the character. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, um, I thought it was the, t- I think with every one of these, I, I looked it up under a different name and it's like, no, it's oh, this yeah. episode. Absolutely. That, that one, um, even though it's called Summer of George, it's really a Kramer episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Molly Shannon um, is a guest star and it's 1995. So she'd been on Saturday Night Live for two seasons at that point. So Molly this Shannon is- isn't a huge name yet, but her improv skills are just so like, and that's another thing about like Seinfeld is like Elaine comes from, Elaine comes from improv, improv and uh, Kramer, Michael Richards comes from improv. Like Michael Richards, you could find stuff with Michael Richards and Andy Kaufman um, doing improv, like in the late seventies or early seventies. Um, I don't know what that era was, but like, that's how long that like, you know, Michael Richards had, had been in the game and being one of these people who just like, like the thing about improv is yes and like you don't ever deny the idea that your partner throws out you just go with it and the same goes with elaine like they're just such great reactors because like that's kind of like one of the keys to like good improv is like how well did you react to what got thrown Mm -hmm. your way you know but why was her character in that particular episode again was it just because of the fact that she didn't swing her arms when she walked Mm -hmm. yeah she was a stiff walker she she right yeah and yeah, then, uh, and then, then Molly like, well, what if I did yeah. this, like, throw all the stuff off of her desk? And then at the end, I feel like they're at the same therapy office, right? Oh, I think so. They're I doing physical so. therapy together, Raquel Welch and Molly Shannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, season eight, episode 22. Oh, get this. Original air date, May 15th, 1997. So what's that? 21 years ago today? I'm horrible at math. Oh no, no, wow. 20, 24, because I got married that year. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. 24 years ago today, yeah. um, that episode aired. It's crazy. Um, wow. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the um all those George. little things, those little things of, about the characters that just became like their thing, like Elaine shoving yeah. <laughs> shit out. <laughs> and then of course his entrance right i just i just saw the dinner party one and it's not on my list but it's probably in somebody's also's but it's the one where they stop for the the chocolate babka and the wine and george has on the gore-tex and then Uh elaine's so pissed because they they have to wait so long for this babka and then somebody else takes it and then they got to get another one and that one had a hair in it so then they got to get another one and they're just sitting there and elaine's pissed because they're having to wait there but also George isn't there yet because they're held up at the wine place trying to get liquor for and I can't remember what happened but they were they were held up like they was traffic oh they were knocked over they were yeah he knocked over one he knocked over some stuff yeah yeah. and then they were blocked in and they couldn't move the car and then um she says something to the effect of or no George is like upset and he's like what's wrong George um Kramer says what's wrong and he goes well it's just I'm a little bit afraid of Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, what? 
And he goes, yeah, last time she did, I did this, that, or the other. She took my Panama hat and she shoved it so far on my head that my head came out the top of it. <laughs> and I can't imagine. And, and so then they cut to Jerry and Elaine, like waiting and they're equally as pissed. And Elaine goes, man, wait till I see George. You think that what, what I did with that Panama hat was bad? She goes, well, I'm gonna take those two strings on his stupid Gore-Tex hat and squeeze him so tight and suffocate him. <laughs> Well, and she also, when he, when he had on um, the hairpiece, she grabbed it from the top of his head and threw it out of Jerry's window. She's mean. She was mean. She's oh, my God. Them, but What's she's that? not. She, yeah, she's, she's mean. All right. We're at our number fours. Matt, what, wait, is that where we're at? Number two. Number two. Number two, what am I doing with my numbers here? Oh, okay, hold on. I forgot how to count. I have five, four, three, four. Ah. <laughs> okay, number two. Matt, what is your number two? Said by someone else, or, uh, it's the Hamptons. Well, the Hamptons. Woo, Hamptons. Yeah. Thanks, baby. Yep. All right. Well, yeah, we kind of talked about that one already. Okay. Yeah, yeah we, uh, but I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about it again. Alicia, what is your number two? Oh, this was a good one. Um, it's it's so funny because most of these, I don't even think it was in the season, but anyway, when I said before about Drake's baby and sweating from the Kung Pao and how we constantly refer to some of these taglines in these episodes, this one, I walked away with one that I feel like might've been invented on this particular episode, but it's when Elaine is dating... Um, uh, really attractive. Um, I can't remember who the actor is. Anyway, he's like, Jerry's like making fun of him the entire time. And he's like, it's the face. And oh, that, are you going out with the face again or whatever? And then um, he coins the term Mimbo. And I had never heard it oh. before, but we use it a lot. <clears throat> and in general and culture, I feel like maybe that's where it was given birth to. But anyway, so. So that was one of the draws from that show, but also I feel like this is the one where George and um, Kramer go mountain climbing with Elaine's boyfriend. Yes. And then, and then he falls and off. got the baseball cap backwards afterwards. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and, it, he it was Dan and he packs yeah, sandwiches. And he packs Yeah. It was Dan Cortez that was the boyfriend and he used to be on MTV if you remember doing all those stunt things. Anyways, it's called the stall because the main point was uh, I can't spare a square. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yes. I think about that every time. Wait, all Jamie, the time. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Gertz. Gertz. It was yeah. Jamie Gertz. It was Jamie and, Gertz? And then, yes. Yeah. Oh. And then the other sub, the, the third subplot was that Kramer used to call this 976 number and that was her voice was Erica and he recognized her voice. And then once Elaine put two and two together, she recognized it was the voice from the other side of the stall telling her she couldn't spare a square and then stealing the toilet paper. And it was just fun. It was the best. All three points were hit. And um, I just thought the other day, it's so funny. Yeah. So I've got stupid so things to do like go steal all the toilet paper. Yeah. That's a that's a dumb move, but oh, the guy. That. I mean, Dewey, I think was his name Tony. Tony, you're gonna. Yeah, I think you're gonna see Tony. I think I remember that, like <laughs> Jerry doing that that little motion. Tony. 
<laughs> no, he would put, he would pop this collar. Yeah, pop this collar. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> that that was the first one I watched when I started rewatching, <clears throat> and it was and it was on my list. Uh huh. And fell off my list after all the rewatching. Uh -huh. like, ah, I missed an opportunity. Oh man, the the it's really good. The the homework we have to do. Um, it was so funny. It's like maybe like two years ago when I started like uh, doing my own podcast and started like getting invited to be a guest on podcasts. Um, I was not fond of the podcast that would make you do homework. <laughs> like I'd be like, I don't want to be on that podcast. You got to make a stupid. Leave. No, I don't want to be on a podcast where you have to do homework. And now like every time like I invite someone to be on the podcast and I, I send them the information that I Oh, I'm gonna start doing my homework right now, and I'm like, oh fuck, I've become that podcast. You're that guy, yeah. <laughs> I've become that podcast, man. Oh, Vidalia, what is your number two? Okay, but I have three more. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel okay. Well, I let me say this: um, the marine biologist was already mentioned by Matt, so I'm gonna go with a different one. Um, the little kicks. Ah, oh. the little kicks. That was later on. That was a season eight um, episode. So it's the one where Elaine dances at her party that she invited George to begrudgingly. She did not want to invite him, but she did. And then everybody's making fun of her because of her crazy little kick dance. Yeah. And yeah. In, in the episode, so this is funny. In the episode, they refer back when, when, <laughs> when uh, George is telling Jerry about the little kicks. There's like a scene from way long time ago because Elaine's hair is really, really different. Is you know when she used to do the that bouffant or I don't uh -huh. know what it's called, that thing. Um, okay. Yeah, that thing. Um, and she's they're walking in the street and she's doing that dance. So in the in that episode, they referred back to that other episode. You see video of it, but I don't remember watching that 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 first one. But anyway, um, so yeah. So at the same time. Um, George meets a girl at the party and Elaine is warning her to stay away because he's a bad seed. He's the worst seed she's ever seen. And so George now becomes the bad boy. So that girl had not <laughs> been interested in him until Elaine says that, and now he's the bad boy. And that's the, um, that's where Frank and Elaine have the exchange. You want a piece of me? Oh, that's all that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes oh because another subplot that was great kramer has a friend who's um going into movie theaters and pirating and so he makes he makes jerry do it and jerry does such a great job that he's like oh i'm gonna give you this one it's a really artful film i want you to do it and so jerry is now having to to go in and uh videotape movies for this guy who's gonna kick his ass if he doesn't do it so there's like a lot going on in this episode wow the oh, yeah. little kicks i <laughs> little kick um I, I, I went to a i went to a maggie rogers concert a few years ago with my friend rita and <laughs> i had I, I kept thinking of the little kicks episode because i had never seen so many white girls dancing badly then at this <laughs> At this Maggie Rogers concert, they're just like, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I thought of Elaine the whole night. Um, 
Okay. Uh, my number two. Uh, I think you know Matt. Matt's favorite is uh is is George, but I think my favorite is Kramer. Uh, it's uh when Kramer recreates the set of the Merv Griffin show. Oh, that was so good! And <laughs> in his living room, and uh, that's also the episode of the Sidler, where mm-hmm. the Sidler would just show up and would get and and I like I've worked in offices like my whole life, and this is this happens so many times where like you do some decent job on something, and when you present it to your boss somebody standing next to you and they get credit for it too or they add a sentence to your whole spiel and then they somehow get credit for it too so i so empathize with being annoyed by the sidler uh, but it's Kramer recreates the uh, season nine episode six original air date november 6 1997 um kramer finds all the junk from the merv griffin episode <laughs> and uh and he starts uh he like they have an episode of the and then then newman ends up we haven't mentioned newman i know uh is that because he's just so repulsive like even, like, <laughs> even in like oh, going back a little bit in the keith hernandez episode you know what's so great is uh i think in jerry's first stand-up special after seinfeld um, at the end of at the end of the standup, somebody says, "Can you do hello, Newman?" And Jerry goes into like a whole two minute spiel of like he's like, "You can't just do hello, Newman. You got to, you have to like think of someone you really hate. And you have to think." And he does this whole like two minute like lead up to like how much he hated Newman and why Newman is so. He's like, and then that's when you're like, "Hello, Newman," and he. he <laughs> It was so great, but um, yeah, uh, Kramer recreating the set of the Merv Griffin show. Um, I love it. Uh, yeah, what can I say about it? Uh, Merv Griffin show. Okay, we are at the point. Hang on, Matt, hang oh, on. Wait, what did Matt I do was wrong? saying something, and you, Matt was saying something about the Merv Griffin episode. Oh, thank you. Well, Matt. Yeah. All, all the chairs smelled bad, you know? Yeah, he's like, because <laughs> the, the stars of the 70s were quite, what did, I can't remember what he said. He's, he said something about uh, that they stunk or something. Like he made a reference to, um, anyway, okay. Um, Matt, you said you had, um, you had a, you had a, a, a guest list. Yeah. So, so you, who, you want Mike's list before you get yeah. my number one? Okay. So, um, like I said, uh, we, we, um, my, me and my siblings, we'd call each other on the phone whenever Seinfeld was on, but, um, uh, I would always call Mike for sure. Um, uh, my oldest brother and, uh, here, so I thought I'd better get his list for this, uh, for Mike, his list in no particular order was, uh, the face painter. Oh, putty. Yeah. Putty. Putty. Mm-hmm. Um, the opposite where George uh, would uh, follow the opposite of his instincts. Uh-huh. Um, the strike. Um, you know, that, was, that was probably one of my also. That was on one of mine too. Uh, the voice, you know, uh, with Cream Erica. Uh-huh. And um, the bottle deposit. They had that, um, that scheme oh. in all those bottles. Yes, they rented a truck. Yeah, right? yeah, and they're trying to get to to some other state where they can redeem them for more money. They're trying to swing. <laughs> they're trying to, to catch get to fire. fire. 
Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Kramer and Newman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the strike. The strike is that where we get Festivus? I think yeah. so. Yeah, the strike is where we get Festivus. Yeah, and you know, um, Jesse, you mentioned um, Jerry Special. I saw him live. Oh wow! At, yeah. Oh my God, so good. Uh, was it when he came to Bakersfield? When he came to Bakersfield? No, um, I saw him at Long Beach, um, and so I remember at the end of his at the end of his show, some people were like calling out and they were, you know, of course, asking him questions about the show, Seinfeld. This was probably, I want to say like 2014 or 15. So it had been a long time since it had ended. And he, and he said kind of like the same thing. He's like, you don't just, like, you can't just fall into it. Like you have to, you know, work your way up and you have to, um, you have to put yourself there. You got to think about, you know, because it was, it seems so natural for them, right? Even though he wasn't an actor, because that's something that they have, um, Jerry and um, uh, Louis Dreyfus, Julia Louis Dreyfus have said like in interviews, I just heard a um, podcast with her the other day where they say, you know, he wasn't an actor. So, so many times you could see him like almost breaking, like he's holding in his laughter so hard because he's not a trained actor. It's not what he did. But, but it seemed, everything seems so natural for him. Like he, he was so natural in, in that role, but I guess, cause he was playing himself. Yeah. Probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so good. That's a good, um, your brother had a good list there. But yeah, the strike was on, on one of my, that was on my second list. <laughs> did, did you finish the list? I couldn't remember. Did, was that everything? Yeah, was that? I gave you yeah. Okay, all right. Um, okay, um, I, of course, went to uh, Facebook and I asked uh, some of my friends. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Um, okay, um, Alicia, you know, you know my friend Cynthia Aguirre? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Cynthia Aguirre. Um, yeah. <laughs> Elaine's mannequin was creepy. <laughs> the Junior Mints. The Junior Mints. Dolores. Yeah. Dolores. <laughs> and Ass Man. <laughs> that was Fusili Jerry. Fusili Jerry. That is yeah. one of the funniest episodes ever. Uh, yes. Uh, my, old, my old team lead, Ivan Para, Real Cubans, Low Flow Showerhead, Mulva. <laughs> which is well, the same which is Dolores. Dolores. Yeah, which is yeah. Dolores. Uh Kenny Rogers Chicken, Soup Nazi, and he says so many good ones. Um uh let's see. Uh oh, that's I, I asked for Seinfeld and Disney in the same thread this time because I was lazy. Um Rhonda Nichols says uh Manhands, the turkey one. Manhands. No soup for you. And she said, I don't know the name of the episodes. And Mary Poppins, oh no, that's uh, okay. We got we always got to give a shout out to Sarah Aga Bahamidi. Um, her top Seinfelds are Germaphobe, Festivus, The Car Dealership. Uh, no one, well, we don't know yet, but no one has mentioned the contest so far. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then she said, the her number one is the one where Raquel Welch, Molly Shannon don't swing their arms. Um, and let's see, that is, uh, Lindsay Dibbin says, uh, the Chinese restaurant, the contest, the soup Nazi, the switch and the switch, the chicken. That was good. And that is it. Jesse, you're, you were mentioning the dates. Um, 
that they came out. I was, I remember taking a lot of classes at night um, at Cal State during that time. Oh. And I scheduled, <laughs> I scheduled my school schedule around. <laughs> yeah, that's what we used to have to do. We didn't have DVR. We didn't have YouTube. Yeah. We didn't have Hulu, you know. There was no DVDs. There was no. Yeah, yeah. Get by YouTube. Yeah. So I was like, "Well, Thursday night classes are out. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it." Okay. Do we want to do? Um, do we want to try to do our also rans? Uh, Matt, you got some also rans? Uh, I have some also rans. Uh, oh, time. But um, I'm not. I won't go into any details on them though. But I'll, yeah. the pick. The right? pick. Also ran for me, the outing, uh, which is the one where the reporter thinks that um, that George and Jerry are a couple. Okay. Oh, Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. With that. And Mark Griffin. And Mark Griffin. Also runs. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alicia, did you have some also runs? I've had a lot, um, but the ones that haven't. Well, I had Fusili, Jerry, and Junior Mint almost made it. Yes. Um, right here. And then um, the face painter, the Chinese restaurant, the parking garage, marine biologist, puffy shirt, and soup Nazi have already been mentioned. And um, the one that I really, um, well, two of them that I really super liked was the one called The Fire with uh, oh, yeah. Kathy Griffin is that George runs out on that birthday party, oh, party and tramples all the women and children. Yeah. And, then, and then that's also the same episode where Kathy Griffin is heckling Jerry. So that was a good episode. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then and then the one with it's called the betrayal. And it's when Elaine thinks that she's been invited to Sue Ellen Mishki's uh, wedding in India because she knows that she's not gonna go and she freaking goes. She's like buying her ticket already to India, and she's like the only person from America that showed up that bothered to show up to her uh, Indian wedding, who by the way, she's marrying an ex-boyfriend of Elaine's. And he used to go by Peter. Well, it turns out his name is now Pinter. And maybe that was always his name. But when she saw his name on the invitation, she didn't realize that she was marrying one of her exes. So that's like another subplot. But it was really funny. And anything when they get to put Sue Ellen Mishki in makes me laugh because she was such a thorn in, El in Elaine's side. <laughs> the heiress to the O. Henry fortune. Yes. <laughs> I was just thinking of her. <laughs> she, was the, she was the brawless wonder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Kramer almost wrecks as she's walking down the street and her jacket's open. <laughs> and then Elaine gets her a bra and she wears it as a shirt. Yes. Because <laughs> she's also trash, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I had those. And then um, the Cadillac, when Jerry gave a Cadillac yes. to his parents and then his parents. all his, all the little people in Boca Raton thought that they were like, drug dealers or like thugs or like Jerry was doing something shifty and also that's the one with Marissa Tomei oh where yeah. she thinks George is cute <laughs> yeah somehow yeah. and then he's already like with with uh his fiance and he's trying to find ways to go and meet Marissa Tomei yeah yeah gosh but yeah those just those and um yeah I also had the Merv Griffin show and the opposite show um I think, uh, Vidalia, did you do your also runs? Uh, not yet. Um, oh, How much time do you need? <laughs> I know, 45 minutes. No, um, the sponge. 
Yes. The rye. Yes. The yada yada. <laughs> I mentioned the lobster bisque. <laughs> <laughs> and then some have already been mentioned. Um, the strike, the serenity now. Um, Fusilli Jerry. That was actually the first episode that I thought of to put on the list. Uh -huh. um, so because that's Ass Man. That's the Ass Man episode. And then the Junior Mint was this close. Ass Man. Ass Man. You guys already mentioned almost all of my also rants, so I'm just going to keep it short because I, I do this all the time of like, uh, why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? <laughs> What's the one? What episode is that where Kramer is doing the voice for the movie phone? Oh. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't have that one. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? <laughs> you guys, like, like this generation does not know uh, what it was like to call the movies and wait to On see what time the movie. Yeah, because yeah, you couldn't find a newspaper. <laughs> it's like somebody threw away the newspaper. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Um, really quick. Um, I don't think anybody mentioned that Fusili Jerry episode was the same episode that. Um, where Putty stole his move. Yes. Oh, it was a, it was a swirl. A swirl. Yeah. <laughs> and then also they, the stop short was in that episode too. Oh. That Kramer stopped short on Costanza. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, when she was getting her eyes done. Her eyes done. Yeah. <laughs> She's out there now and George is like, you're not out there. You can't be out there now because I'm out there now, right? <laughs> if you're out there, yeah. Okay. All right. So now our number one. Dun, dun, dun. Matt, what is your number one Seinfeld episode? Uh, my number one, and mainly because it's still culturally significant every year, is uh, the strike. The strike. Uh, Festivus, the, uh -huh. the human fund. We're yes. The sleaziest thing yet. You know, we're, you know, he's giving, he's giving out, um, uh, donations in people's names to the human fund. The human fund. Oh, <laughs> and uh, uh, we found out Kramer had a job and he was on strike all this time. Right? At the ice cream shop, right? Yeah, the bagel shop. Bagel shop. The bagel shop. Oh, the bagel shop. The bagel yeah. shop. But, yeah, George's boss makes him take him to Festivus dinners. It's great. And then he recognizes Kramer there as a callback from the other episode where he thought Kramer was, um, was a dermatologist. So good. <laughs> I, I forgot one of my also rants. Did we mention it? The marble rye. Yeah, that was the rye. Yeah, the rye. Okay, the rye. Okay, yeah. all right. All right. So the strike is the apartment, right? He has to get it up to the apartment from the outside. Yeah. Alicia, what is your number one? <clears throat> well, I also think this is like kind of relatable nowadays um, with. Uh, misappropriation, cultural misappropriation, or what do they call it? But um, Josie, you were just in my backyard a couple days ago and we were talking about this episode, but it's the Cigar Store Indian. Oh, oh yes. So Elaine Elaine, and um, the guys there at George's house because his parents went out of town and George is nutting up because Jerry keeps putting his coffee cup on the coffee table and he has to take it to the store to get refinished before his parents get back. But then that's going to make Elaine late to something at oh, her girl's poker night. Mm -hmm. And so then she has to take the subway 
but she's got nothing to read. So then she picks up the TV guide that's on the table and she has no idea that um, his dad collects them or whatever. And so she takes it and then she goes on the subway and she's reading it. And then some guy like approaches her and she's just like, here, have it, you know, I'm, I'm out. And so then he thinks that she lives at that address that's on the Costanza's um, uh, mailing list label. And so then Jerry feels bad because they fought about the subway and whatever. And um, he goes to this store with George to get the table refinished and buys the cigar store Indian. And he thinks he's gonna give it as a peace offering to Elaine because he felt bad. But he also wants to go to the poker game because her girlfriend Winona is going to be there and he wants to hook up with Winona's. But so he goes in and gives it to her and says, starts, look, oh, this is a peace offering. Look, hi-ya, 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 hi-ya. And he doesn't know that Winona's freaking Indian or Native American. <laughs> and so she gets up and leaves and, and Elaine goes, I can't believe you just did that. And he goes, just did what? She goes, Winona is Native American. And then he feels horrible and he wants to call her up and apologize because he's not like that. He's not a racist. He's not this or that. And so then he goes over to her house and tries to um, talk to her on the speaker phones. I guess they have them all over New York, whatever. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I'll come down. And then he's like, look, let me make it up to you. We'll go, we'll go have some uh, dinner. How do you, what do you feel about that? And what's around here? And so then he turns around to the mailman and he goes, hey, do you know of any good Chinese restaurants around here? And then the mailman turns oh, around and goes, oh, you think just because I'm Chinese, I'm going to know where all the Chinese restaurants are. <laughs> and then he, he gets so red in the face. I didn't know you were Chinese. You had your back turned. I just thought you knew because you knew the area. And then she like, she's like, no, this is a bad idea. I'm out. But before she can go inside, Kramer takes that Indian off of Elaine's hands and drives by and he's all, look, Jerry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I just scored. Ooh. And she's like, oh my God. And so she goes up and then Jerry's still feeling bad. And so they end up get, finally getting to a point where she agrees to go out with him. So then he goes and picks her up. And then he says, oh, I, I got this, you know, we're going to go eat at this really great restaurant. She goes, oh my gosh, how, do, how can you get in? That's a really nice restaurant. And he goes, well, I made, re res um, I made some plans for our accommodations <laughs> because he doesn't want to say reservation. <laughs> And then he goes, oh, and afterwards we have courtside seats to the, the Nets game and we're going to go and see them right on the floor or whatever. And, and she goes, oh, that's awesome. How did you score those tickets? And he goes, well, I got them on the street from a um, from a guy that sells tickets. <laughs> so yeah, once again, like, everything he was, saying. was just like, yeah. Right. And then but before it's all over, she ends up like giving him the, the TV guide, but then she needs it back for an interview that she's doing or a report that she's doing. And so she asks for the TV guide back and he goes, I can't get it back to you. I already gave it to Elaine. And he goes, what are you, some kind of, and then he stops <laughs> and she goes, some kind of what? And then he goes, some kind of person that gives things and takes them back. <laughs> oh yeah. She goes, say it and so an Indian giver and then she like storms out and, and then you know the whole thing at the end on the subway with Al Roker to wrap it up in a nice neat bow it was just top to bottom I laughed out loud the entire time I see that episode every single time yeah like start to finish it's my favorite and the the, the whole episode <laughs> you did the, a um, the whole episode 
the guy uh, who she gives a TV guide to, he's the one who ends up making a mannequin that looks like her, right? Like Elaine? Oh, it's no. Oh, he takes no, apart the, the TV guide and makes it into a bouquet. A bouquet. Okay. I thought it was <laughs> the same guy. I thought it was the same guy that had turned into it in a different episode. He was totally psycho. And then it ends up that him and Mr. Costanza both collect TV guides. Oh and God. they both have all these like collections and boxes. There, it was. He was really creepy. Just like Mr. Costanza, turns out. <laughs> but oh. anyway, that's my fave. Vidalia, what is your number one? Season four, episode 11, The Contest. Of the course. Contest. The master of your domain. The queen of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the first one yeah. out of the contest? Kramer. Yeah. Like this, because the, the girl across the street is naked. Yeah, he just comes in and slaps the money on the guy. I'm out. Well, already. And then you got Elaine went down because of John John. Yeah, John she John. saw JFK Jr. working out. Yeah, he worked out next to her and then he asked about her. And he was going to, you know, he, they were going to like, they were going to link up. And so that was just too much. So there's, she's out. And then in the episode of the puffy shirt, later on, next season, we find out finally George talks to the the guy uh, that he's modeling his hands for um, and he said he won a contest one time because because the guy told them in that other episode he came back that guy asked him you know you need to be careful with your hands don't be like so and so it was another hand model who no woman could match his hands and so his hands were overused he was oh, a master, no. <laughs> master of his domain and so his hands ended up getting all messed up and so George was like oh no worries I won a contest one time so we finally get the answer <laughs> set the next season over because at the end of the contest we didn't know if it was Jerry or if it was George mm -hmm. who was out so anyway so the contest the contest so he right. was treating his he was he was going to treat his body like an amusement park like an amusement park <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, everybody has something, right? So Jerry is dating the virgin. There's a naked girl across the street. George is going to visit his mom in the hospital who was put in traction because she caught him. And then is giving the, the uh, girl next door uh, a sponge bath. So George is going nutty over that. So yeah, everybody had something. That was funny. Oh my gosh, that's a classic. So good and so bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so my number one, and and um, I think it's because um, I I think like e Elaine's character like really was like one of the great uh, women characters of the '90s because like she she dated she she had flings she had a successful job like. She like she just was was everything that like we hadn't really seen a lot of in sitcoms at that point. Like we'd seen like a, a successful woman in a sitcom, but we hadn't seen a successful woman who like just dated and like had fun and like, you know, hooked up and like wasn't like wasn't ashamed of it. Like it wasn't like like, oh, but uh, the sponge worthy episode um, is my is my number one because it just really showcases Elaine at her at her finest. I mean, um, and it's also the one where uh, Jerry 
uh, cops the girl's phone number from the AIDS walk list. And then Kramer refuses, refuses to wear the ribbon at the AIDS walk and meets up with the street toughs again. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the tough uh, customers. Yeah. Uh, George, yeah. like, and it shows like a little bit of how horrible George is because they're talking about birth control and they're like, well, what does Susan use? And George is like, I don't know, she uses something. <laughs> he doesn't know what his fiance uses for birth control. And then she's like, you don't know what I use, do you? And he's like, uh, and then we find out that George can't use a condom because it takes too long to open the package. And that <laughs> happens. And <laughs> I think of that every time I have to open, never mind. Anyway, that <laughs> talk about callbacks, all right? Like that happens, man. And then uh, what else? Uh, uh, so then Elaine denies George a sponge. Like he tries to go to Elaine's house. Elaine's interviewing a guy to see if he's sponge worthy. And she's uh, and he's like, you know, I have a good job. I work out. She's like, your bathroom's like clean. I cleaned it this morning. She's like, sideburns. I'll shave them today. <laughs> uh, what else? Out uh, of uh, the yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, season seven. Episode nine, original air date, December 7th, 1995. Sponge-worthy. Um, Elaine, Elaine Bennis, queen, lover. All right. Um, well, that's kind of sucky because we all have different number ones. Like, all our number ones are different. Yeah, I don't know. Did they, Okay, so did anything get mentioned twice? The Hamptons? The Hamptons yeah. got mentioned twice. The Hamptons got mentioned twice. I keep misspelling the Hamptons. Soup Nazi, I think. Soup Nazi? Did Soup Nazi get mentioned twice? Soup Nazi got... Oh, no, Marine Biologist. Was it Marine Biologist? Marine bi um, kind of. Zaya was going to use Marine Biologist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was uh, on my also. It just was in my also rams. It's mine too, yeah. Okay, so Marine Biologist... I feel like we talked about the strike more than once and the Fusilli Jerry, but I, but they weren't in they weren't in the top. Okay, so can you repeat the top fives just really quickly because I'm sure, like forgetting. Sure. Matt, uh, marine biologist, the voice, Serenity Now, the Hamptons, the strike, Alicia, the Jimmy, the Hamptons, the boyfriend, the stall, cigar store Indian. Uh, Vidalia, the pig, the puffy shirt, soup Nazi, Elaine dances or little kicks, and the contest. Uh, me, the raincoats, the understudy, summer of George, Merv Griffin, and Spongeworthy. I don't know, guys. We have a top 20. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so we have a top 20 where we're going to rank these. Um, I almost feel like um, we're going to get uh, booed if we don't include, okay, what, I don't know. I want, I kind of want the soup Nazi to be in the top five, um, but does it deserve to be in the top I five? Just, I just wanted to say that um, that would be an obvious choice, that and marine biologist. Mm -hmm. um, so people might actually riot if we don't put him in the top five. Okay, but so... I didn't, uh, the reason that it, it was in my also is just because I felt like it would be represented in some form. 
Yeah, yeah. So I think but it's it, on my Elsos. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely on my Elsos. Okay, so that kind of makes it easier. So now we have the Hamptons, marine biologist, soup Nazi, uh, the strike. Hey, we're still saying happy Festivus all these years later. And that's from the yeah. strike, right? The strike. Okay. One more. Um, I, well, the really stall—the stall is the one where people say a lot. If I can't spare a square, or I mean, I feel like it—it it, that was the takeaway. Uh huh. Yeah. What are some big takeaways? Uh, oh, oh. Also, in the cigar store, Indian. That was the one where Kramer did the coffee table book about coffee tables. Coffee tables. Uh huh. And then he was on Regis and Kathy Lee at the end, and then he popped it open and it made an actual little coffee table. He's like, look, it's a little coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention that that was in my notes, but um, yeah, I don't know the the stall, the um, the magic bullet one with the boyfriend. What about the um, contest? It's kind of like a classic. Yeah, I mean that's why I didn't put it on mine as well as because I felt like it would be on somebody's. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay, all right. So look, we have five with um, the Hamptons, marine biologist, soup Nazi, the strike the contest we, we uh, got to put the stall as our like honorable mention though because the stall is that's an amazing episode i shouldn't have left it off yeah stall, okay so the stall is an also ran and fusili jerry for sure fusili jerry fusili jerry i'm not even gonna try to spell fusili jerry fusili jerry f-u-s-i-l-l-i f-u f-u <laughs> What F U what? F U S I L L I. That makes no sense. Okay. Uh, Fusili Jerry. If those are also rants, so then do we want to say, um, gosh. Okay, I'm going to say number five is the Hamptons. Now just argue with me though. I want to say number five, well, the Hamptons. Number four, marine biologist. Number three, the strike. Number two, the contest. And number one, soup Nazi. See, Fine. what's funny to me also is that Chinese restaurant wasn't mentioned, nor was the parking garage. And I feel like those are like, people's like those are the ones that they think of first but they yeah yeah um, in the parking garage other than they're like walking around in circles the yeah. entire time that was the quintessential it's a show about nothing episode mm. like it's literally a show about nothing they are sitting there same with the same with the chinese restaurant they're sitting there waiting the entire time right. but it's right. totally relatable it's totally relatable yeah um i was just wondering why the hamptons was number five i felt like it was on somebody else's list not just mine okay where do you want to put the hamptons this isn't going to be easy <laughs> i i would i would put the hamptons all the way up to um three and move the other two down okay so marine biologist is five okay hold on let me let me see. so here we go Okay. Now, what's the other one? Okay. So five marine biologists. 
for uh, the strike. The strike. Three, the Hamptons. Two, the contest. And one, the soup Nazi. Is that the way you had said it before? I don't yeah. I didn't write down the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so marine biologist, the strike, the Hamptons, the contest, the soup Nazi. I'm happy with that. The sea was angry that day, my friends. <laughs> like an old man trying to send soup back at the <laughs> deli. <laughs> I think that's the most of mine that they've ever gotten into uh, the final list. I, I don't think any of mine got in the final list. I don't care, though. I'm a, I, I just wanted to talk about them. <laughs> it was it was 10 feet if it was an inch. <laughs> what well, an idiot. Uh. Yeah, you can hear the weed blower now, right? No. No? No, okay. I don't hear it. I think I could hear it. God, it's annoying. Anyway. All right, we did it. Um, I don't know what, do we know what we're doing next? We don't, huh? We don't have a next. I like Matt is going to be on uh, top five REM songs or top five U2 songs or both. Hopefully, I think I'm on both. Are you on both? Okay, yeah. Alicia, you're going to be on top five alternative albums of the 90s? Um, we, I don't think we've given it a title yet, but we're, yeah, definitely yeah. reconvening. Yeah. Uh, Vidalia, you're not on anything. You haven't given me a job. Yeah. You did Prince Without Me, which I'm still hurt over. Um, yeah, if, calm down. He didn't do Michael Jackson. If you do MJ Without Me, I'm breaking up with you. We're done. It's over. So that's all I need to do? That's all you need to do. <laughs> hey, guys. I got I to gotta take off. Okay. Matt's got to right. go. That's, that's a great way to end it. That's, thanks. Bye, thanks guys. Favorite, Matt. Bye. <laughs> it was good seeing you guys. Take care. This was fun. Yeah.